Hi, welcome to my podcast on the grow. I'm Grace Lee. In the last episode, you heard me have a conversation with Eric about moving to New York City. If you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out. In this episode, I will be answering frequently asked New York City questions that readers have asked me over time on my blog, Instagram, and emails. I found that some of these are naturally recurring, so I wanted to answer and expand on my explanations on this solo episode. This was actually inspired by my blog post that I shared in January. I want to also emphasize that listener feedback is so important to me because this podcast is to interact with you guys, the listeners, and for me to continue finding a better way to communicate with you on my podcast. All right, to get started, the first question is, do you see famous people all the time? Okay, so no, I don't see famous people all the time but I do go to a lot of events here in New York City where there are famous people either launching products with a campaign or just um, working closely with a brand. So that's where I usually see them. For instance, I did go to a Victoria's Secret Rebel Tees fragrance launch party in New York City last year, and Taylor Hill was actually the face of the campaign and she was there and I got to meet her and she was really sweet and nice and took a lot of photos with everyone so it's really cool to just you know to see them in person Um, it's not something I really gawk over I feel like they're everyday people too so for me it's not something that's like I've got to go to this event because x celebrity is there they usually also announce who's going to be attending and who's like the face of it and whose um, campaign it is. So it's not always like a surprise appearance. And again, this is through blog events. And another example I guess I could share is I went to another one with Pandora and Sierra was launching a collection with them. So I was able to meet Sierra take a few selfies and just congratulate her on her collection that was really fun she's beautiful in person and also her friend victoria justice was there so i got to meet her and her agent she was also really sweet and then i think pandora invited me to another event in the winter this was around the holiday season And this was really fun because it was like an interactive experience with the Rockettes and Sierra. And basically, they taught us a few moves from the Rockettes um, Christmas Spectacular that I actually have not seen. I know that's a little embarrassing to admit, but it was really cool to do that and a lot of fun. So yeah, and we got to dance beside Sierra. Like, how cool is that? (laughs) Um, As for more famous people, again, I don't really, not really like in pursuit of finding celebrities here in New York City. I feel like I, of all people, I just have so much on my mind, so much to do. I'm literally running around the city just trying to make it somewhere on time. So I did have dinner once at the Campbell It's like a really cool bar down in Grand Central. And if you watched Gossip Girl, 
that's actually the bar where um, Serena and Nate, I guess, lost their virginity or something like on the bar and Chuck was watching. So anyway, for those of you who love Gossip Girl, it might be a cool bar to visit. And I saw Drew Barrymore sitting behind me with like a big hat and just like having dinner with her friends. And it was very low key. And, you know, like people glance and they're like, saw her, but it wasn't more like people were like going up to her and asking her for photos because again, it was like a dinner and she's a normal human being just having dinner. So yeah, besides that, you sometimes do see them. Like, you know, you'll see people um especially around the summertime filming movies tv shows so that's not i don't want to say a norm but you do see a lot of that like you'll see white trailer parks and you'll know that they're filming on x street so moving on second question is how can you tell who are locals versus who are the tourists okay um first of all you will see the tourists around the tourist areas like Times Square is a big one. I know now that Hudson Yards is open, that is another tourist spot. Um, The High Line is always packed, especially in the summertime, like around sunset. Chelsea Market, that's also in meat packing or the Chelsea area. Central Park. So again, you will see those people in the tourist spots, and I guess I could point out that they usually have a camera, a map, and like like a huge backpack with water bottles and the necessities because it's hot here in New York City, and they probably freak out thinking that they need to carry everything with them. Yeah, and then the locals. I guess you can't really pinpoint who the locals are, but you get a good idea of just someone, you know, just walking down the street, minding their own business, like really just focusing on themselves or what they're doing and where they where they need to go. Could be locals. They just don't have to look at, you know, the phones for maps and subways. Um... I feel like I'm describing me in some ways because I literally walk with a purpose and I feel like anyone who just like sees me walk is like this girl looks like she's like on a mission. (laughs) It's really funny. I, I don't just stroll casually like I'm literally someone who just like goes from point A to point B and you know does everything to just get there in time the quickest way possible. So moving on question three how do you grocery shop? Okay, well, this is something that I am still, like, bitter about moving to New York City because in North Carolina, you could just hop in your car, go to the nearest Whole Foods or Target or grocery store, park your car, go in, get your groceries, get in your car, and take it home. Well, here, you can't really do that. So, I personally have mentioned in my blog post that I used Thrive Market, which I am no longer using actually, but it was like a service that delivered groceries to your door. And it was nice because I lived in like Queens, like Astoria my first year. So going grocery shopping was a lot harder because I was in an area that had a lot of grocery stores. 
now that I'm here in Manhattan, um, it's still not the best, but there are grocery stores a couple like streets or a block down from me. And it sucks because you still have to lug it down the street. I don't live with anyone else and I'm only providing for myself. I just get groceries, like I plan out when I want to get them. And it's usually like the weekends so I can buy in bulk and just go for like a week. So again, I'm not like lugging around 20 grocery bags. So I go to Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's is the best. I wish they had more locations. That would be ideal. Like the nearest one is actually all the way down in like Murray Hill, which is, I want to say like a 20 minute subway ride straight down. It's not bad, but it's also like not get in a car and get your groceries and come home. So it's again, something I have to like plan out, map out and, and everything. So that's grocery shopping here. Number four is, does everyone really ride the subway? Okay, well, yes and no. Um, I feel like subway transportation is probably the easiest and fastest way to get somewhere in the city. However, there are, you know, lots of Ubers and taxis that people take. And I think it honestly depends on like where you're going, how long do you have and to get to your destination and safety. That's another one. But for the most part, people say subway transportation is difficult. But I feel like once you get the hang of it, um, once you know the lines of the subway stations, it's easy to really just get a feel for the subways, if that makes sense. It definitely is trickier in the beginning because there's like uptown, downtown, and you have to, if you have to transfer, it can get a little difficult of finding it. But again, it takes practice. And after that, you don't feel like it's as difficult to manage. I was going to say that I still like, you know, use Ubers, Lyfts. There's also something called Via and taxis occasionally, but you still use those just again for like safety. And if I have to get to a destination faster, that's always helpful not around prime times, which is like early in the morning when people are going to work or after work is the worst. If you want to sit in New York City traffic for probably 30 minutes to an hour, which is not fun. So again, at those times, I will take the subway because it is so much faster. Okay, question five, the rats. Okay, that's not a question, but I think I know where someone's going with that. There are rats, I haven't seen a rat in my apartment. I have seen them in subway stations. It's kind of gross, but they're not close to me, so it's fine. I've heard stories of friends say that they've had rat situations, mouse situations, and it's a thing <laughs> that I don't ever want to experience. So I'll leave it at that. Question number six, where is the night scene in New York City? Particular spots you like. Okay, so New York City has a big nightlife and just knowing the places are just getting a feel for like which borough, whether you, which ones you like or what your scene is. And I'll just run through a few. I really like Chelsea area, which is like the meatpacking district. They have a lot of clubs, which I've been familiar with in past summers, like internships. 
that I've been here and just my first first two years here in the city. So they have like Avenue, Tau, PhD, One Oak, Park, Electric Room, Troy, Slate. And there's also other fun like rooftop bars like Catch, Brass Monkey, Standard, and that's just naming a few. So that's a fun area to go around, you know, because you can go to clubs, you can go to rooftop bars, and also like dine in that area. They have really great restaurants. East Village is, in my opinion, more of a college younger scene. There's a lot of bars, you know, just up and down East Village area. And for instance, there's like One in One, Grayson, the DL, and that's just naming a few. There's also more clubs in East Village, but they're more private and they cost more money. So again, depending on your budget, who you're with, what you're feeling, what you want, New York City has a lot to offer. If you're thinking more of the college scene though, South Washington Square is a huge college scene and there's a lot of like late night quick foods, restaurants that you can go to. I do remember I went to a college bar for New Year's with my friend Natalie and it felt like I was back in college. It really did. I will probably not be going there again, but it was just good to experience it once, you know? Just happened to be on New Year's. That really sucked, but I had a great time. I think it's the people you're with that make the experience worth it. So I don't know if you can hear that, but those are sirens. And that is also New York City. It's pretty loud. Okay, number seven. Which are the actually good spots New Yorkers enjoy? Hmm, I can't speak for everyone, but the great thing about New York City is that there are spots for everyone. And that's one of the very reasons I love it here is because the city is so photogenic and there's locations for anyone and everyone to enjoy, depending on what it is you want. You know, you can always find new places. There's hidden gems. Also a great place to explore. I, for one, really like finding these hidden gems versus like finding prime photo locations because I just feel like I see that all the time on Instagram and blogs. It's more fun that way when you just find something and it just kind of resonates with you and you're just like, I really like this. Like, you know, I kind of found it and that whole feeling. So again, I like finding those and I haven't found them all. I haven't explored every inch of this city, but I think that's the beauty of it. I also like walking around Central Park because I'm so close to it. I, I call it my quote backyard because it's like walking distance for me. That's a place that I just really like exploring and walking around and going for runs. And it's so big that there's just so many things to do in there. Like when people say I'm going to Central Park, sometimes you need to ask like which part because it's literally so many streets. I can't even tell you a number right now because I'm just like imagining the map in my head and I'm just like it's so large yeah um I do want to say Gapstow Bridge I put this in a blog post of mine but Gapstow Bridge in Central Park is one of my favorite spots because it's a beautiful like bridge with a view of like the city behind it and personally I like the fall season all because the leaves are different colors, but again, winter and spring and uh, summer, which I'm personally not a fan of summer, but you can visit it year round. So that's always fun. 
Okay, question number eight. What are a couple of things to know before living in New York City? So for this answer, a couple things you should know. I feel like I covered some of these in the previous episode, which was moving to New York City, but I think you should always research and familiarize yourself with wherever it is you go, whether that's New York City or a different city or country, and you should understand what your budget is or not understand it. I think you should know your budget and know what it is that you want from this place. Even if you don't have that all figured out, you learn as you go. So just being open-minded with certain things really helps. I know people from different places are kind of closed-minded and just are judgmental of certain issues, people, and places. And I think that really is a disservice to yourself of not getting to understand certain places and giving things a chance so again something that I would um, know is to just really get a feel for that and understand that number nine is getting around New York City difficult I don't really think so Um, there's transportation that runs throughout the city whether that's Ubers taxis subways there's literally subway lines that go everywhere up and down, across, that go to Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island City, Staten Island, you can find a way to get anywhere, pretty much. So, question number 10 is living necessities. How do you do laundry in the city? So, in my first apartment, I actually had a washer and dryer in my building so that was really nice but moving to manhattan i did not have a washer and dryer but there were lots of laundry mats around my corner like the street and that's actually what i do is i have to lug all my laundry down five flights of stairs and up five flights of stairs um every i try to do every weekend or every two weekends and again, it's something that I have to like kind of prep for because it takes like 30 minutes to do the washer and then 30 to 45 minutes to do the dryer. So having to set aside time to go down and go on their schedule, you know, I can't just do laundry whenever I want. Like there's hours of when it's open and closed and just having like quarters with me and cash because you have to like, you have to use coins or you have to use quarters and sometimes I don't have that and so I just have to like prepare myself to do laundry and that's just something I've been getting used to especially coming from North Carolina where you're used to having a house with a washer and dryer so that's something yeah that you should know when you're living in New York City unless you do find a really like a nice apartment built a complex that has a washer and dryer in your apartment that is actually a luxury here question number 11 is what are the best months to visit new york this is actually one of my favorite questions because i get to talk about my favorite season which is fall i feel like i express that far too many times on my blog and social whenever fall rolls around i love the months like september october october november Those are my favorites because the weather just gets so nice. The leaves are changing. The air is crisp. It just is so delightful to be outside. And that is when I'm happiest. 
other months to visit, the holiday months are really fun. I know we get so packed and crowded with the tourists, but there's just so many things that come to life around the holidays. There's the light show uh, for Saks Fifth Avenue, and that's always cool because they always do something fun and different each year. And there's other like holiday extravaganzas all over the city. So holidays are fun. Spring is another favorite. I do like the months from May, June, I guess you could say April sometimes, but April this year was still cold, but that's when like the leaves, I said leaves, I meant the flowers are blooming, the air is nice, you know, it's not hot yet, and summer I just do not like, it just gets too hot, I don't like being hot, I don't like the heat, I feel like I'm the only one. I know that loves the cold. I love winter. People hate it. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so number 12, what's something cool to do in New York City that not many people know about? Hmm, well, this is kind of a tricky question because I feel like a lot of people now know the stuff that are hidden or whatever, but I guess something cool is I recently... um, saw that there are these cinema nights these movie nights over the in the summer like they pick a certain date and they'll have like a huge screen on the lawn and just have like viewings um for whether it's like rooftops or just i think there's one in brooklyn bridge park i could be wrong but there's like one around there um in the summer months and i think that's really fun and cool you know you don't really have these like drive-ins and big movie screens displayed with like a movie and you can enjoy it with friends and family and your significant other and I think that's I'm glad that they do stuff like that you know outdoor stuff okay question number 13 how long do you plan to stay in New York well I plan to stay here I want to say most of my 20s I say all my 20s but like I am only 24 and even though that's still a lot of time, I do want to be here for a little bit. I don't know where I would go after that. I do love New York City, but I don't want to raise a family here or any of that matter. So again, I am very focused on my career at the moment and marriage and engagements are just not something I'm thinking about right now, nor is it settling down. I feel like I'm just getting started. I really just want to explore and learn more about myself in that aspect. So I guess I will be here for a little bit if that answers the question. Question number 14. Okay, I don't know if you can hear it, but the sirens are just going crazy outside my apartment right now. Welcome to New York. (laughs) sirens every night see if it dies down okay question number 14 what is your favorite thing about living in new york city do you miss north carolina favorite thing about living here is the ability and freedom to just be yourself i know that's kind of cliche but living in such a big city everyone is just doing their own thing and focused on a lot of, I don't know, like the surroundings that no one's really just like focusing on you, if that makes sense. You don't see people just staring at you and 
talking about you and being judgmental and everyone has a story everyone is their own person that's something i really like is that it brings together a lot of unique individuals and allows them to be creative with it and really explore themselves in this area i miss north carolina only because i miss my family but i think i mentioned this in my blog posts that i never felt like i really fit in in north carolina um not really someone who loves the suburbs i like a fast-paced lifestyle as mentioned i like a city scene being able to explore places in fayetteville was just you know too plain for me and too familiar and yeah so i don't really miss north carolina as much i do miss my family and friends that are there question number 15 are there areas you should avoid well i feel like i can't say that there's areas you should avoid but you know if you're like a single girl or boy or I don't know, just on your own. I wouldn't recommend being in places above the hundreds. I just feel like safety issues come into play here. And no matter what, this goes for places that are just, you know, even beyond New York, you should always be careful and cautious of your surroundings. Doesn't matter what city you're in, you should always be on the alert. Um, Something can always happen. And again, it's just about taking precaution. Question number 16, do you find that New Yorkers leave the city on holidays? Actually, yes. It's so funny because whenever holiday rolls around, uh, people leave the city and all the tourists come in. So, for instance, when it's like Thanksgiving or Christmas or Fourth of July or one of those holidays, everyone is gone and the people that are here are just people like visiting so interesting uh speaking of fourth of july i think i will be here though that is coming soon so yeah i don't know exact plans for it but i'll probably be here and watch the fireworks question number 17 hotel recommendations what are your favorites okay so I've worked with a lot of hotels and each one is always like different. There's always something about a hotel that I am picky about, whether it's, do they have a rooftop? Where is it located? Um, What are the relations I have with them like? But again, I guess this goes for someone who is wanting to visit. So it it depends on the location, you know, like if you're coming in for a weekend, where are the places you want to visit? You want to be close to those locations. So you might want to opt for a hotel that is close by. Actually, if you do have any questions on certain hotels and you want me to share, feel free to send me an email. Um, You can find the email in the description in the podcast because I do have a couple that I could recommend. But again, it depends on the area. Question number 18 is, how much are drinks in the city? Is it expensive? 100% yes, drinks are very expensive here. Um, Let's just say a drink down in North Carolina is like double or triple the price here. 
But then again, so is food and everything else here is expensive. Like living cost is expensive. I will say the first time I visited New York um, and I was of age, I was over 21 and I was going out to meet drinks with a friend and I remember clearly seeing the menu and I think the that particular spot I went, the drink was like $22 and I was and I was looking at it and I was like, is this for real? Like maybe I should just, the food also on top of that was just as expensive. So I'm like, so I'm basically paying for like a, like a main course right now for a drink. Like, is that logical? Well, in that case it was, but <laughs> drinks are expensive here. Question number 19, if you are someone who likes to drive, can you still have a car? Well, I actually am someone who likes to drive and I don't have a car. That's something I'm still like bitter about. <laughs> My car is down in North Carolina. Um, but I don't recommend having a car, especially if you live in Manhattan. I do have a friend who lives in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and had her car too, but she ran into similar situations that I had and that was like street cleaning and towing and it's kind of a hassle you know you're taking subways and there's like ubers and it's like a hassle to have as much as it is nice to have a car just to say like you can go on weekend trips and not have to like pay for a rental car or something so I don't recommend it and I think once you live here you'll also feel like look I don't really need it but it is possible there are parking garages that cost a lot <laughs> if you want to spend more money on top of that. And gas also here is pretty expensive. Last question is any hidden gems that tourists don't know about? Hmm. I feel like if you had asked me this question maybe a year ago, I would have known better. But now that I'm just been I've just been so busy and occupied with a lot of things. I haven't been, really been able to explore as much. I used to really do that my first year here because I really just want to familiarize myself with the city and just get to know it and see what else is out there. But there are tons of hidden gems, um, whether it's like restaurants. I'm not the best person to ask for restaurant recommendations because I don't really eat out a lot. <laughs> I think it's like time and money that I just do not have. But yeah, I would not be the best person to ask. As for rooftop bars, I do have a lot of recommendations for that because I clearly have time for that. <laughs> Priorities, right? Um, I did run into some really cool coffee shops that are like a hole in the wall. Literally one of them is called a hole in the wall. <laughs> that I found you just like walk around and you stumble and you just find really cool things that's another reason why I like the city and I guess that kind of wraps up these questions and if you have any more please feel free to reach out to me and ask because I'm always you know available to chat and I like answering these I think this is really fun it also gives me an understanding of like wow I haven't done this in a while maybe I should explore New York City a little bit more maybe I should pay attention to this more so it gives me an idea of like what the audience and viewers and people really want to know and they do say it's the city that never sleeps but it's the city that never sleeps for a reason it's just because there's just way too many things to do here. <laughs> 
truth be told. All right, I think that wraps it up. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening for the next episode in the series where I have a conversation with my good friend Madison White to answer how to find and where to find internships and jobs in New York City, tips on housing, a quick run through of what it's like to work as a social media coordinator, and what it's like for Madison to work as a photographer here in New York City. We go into full detail and share useful advice for anyone wanting to pursue a career in New York City. Thanks for tuning in.